we're continuing with some of my favorite scriptures this month. And you probably aren't real surprised to find out that I have a, a special spot in my heart for the stories of the women in the Bible. They are the ones that, that I look to um, as, as models and as, as role models and, and models of faith. And Esther is a really interesting example. Esther, the book of Esther, is the only book in the Bible which does not mention God anywhere. There is not a single mention of God anywhere in the book of Esther. Even Song of Songs, which is the, the book of love, love poetry that found its way into the Bible, mentions God, and, and Esther does not. But God is active in the book of Esther sort of in, in a behind-the-scenes way. And I think in some ways, Esther is perhaps more true to the way that we experience God's actions in our own lives. You know, we, we complain sometimes that God doesn't do the big um, parting of the Red Sea and the feeding of the 5,000. You know, we, we don't see miracles like that anymore. But there are still miracles. God's still active. But we have to be willing to look for it. Esther was in a bind. Esther had won, essentially, a beauty contest to be King Xerxes' queen. And she had been brought to the royal palace. She was Jewish. He didn't know that. Uh, Mordecai basically told her, keep, it, keep quiet and go do what they tell you to do and just keep your mouth shut. Well, Esther wins. And in the meantime, Haman, who is one of the king, King Xerxes' advisors, has it in for Mordecai and has it in for the Jews. And so he issues a decree that all Jews are to be killed on a given day. Everybody is to take up arms and kill every Jewish person in the, in the uh, region. And Mordecai comes to Esther and says, look, you got to do something. You are the only person in a position to do something. And maybe this is why you're in the royal family. Maybe you're here for this very moment. Now Esther's initial response is, no thank you, not me. You know, she, she knows what, what the rules are. And the rules are you don't go to the king unless the king summons you. And if you approach the king, he has to hold out his scepter to allow you to come in. If not, you die. So it is sort of a high-stakes thing that Esther's being asked to do. But Esther's the only one that's in a position to do something. Mordecai's on the outside. He can't do anything. Esther is the only one in a position to help. So she tells them to pray to fast and pray, and let me see, then I'll, I'll go into the king, she says. And what happens, happens. Now what happens, to make a long story short, is that Esther pleases the king, the king holds out the scepter to her, she ex invites him to a banquet, and there are a series of two banquets. And at the end of the second banquet, Esther tells him, you're getting ready to exterminate my people, and it needs to stop. 
And the king is horrified and says, well, who would do such a horrible thing? And, and she turns to Haman and says, that man. Haman is killed. And, and there's a, a quirk in the um, Persian government that you can't just roll back a, a law. The king can't make a decree and then say, well, okay, I didn't say that. We're just going to throw that decree off to the side. I didn't mean that anyway. The king says, I can't take it back, but I can pass a new law. And so they pass another law that says that the Jews can defend themselves. And so the Jews take up arms and defeat the Persians who are going to exterminate them. Esther was there for just that moment. Esther's the one person who was in the right place at the right time to be able to do something. And she saved her people. I'm not much of a believer in coincidence. I, I, I just don't, I, I, I think a lot of what passes as coincidence is, is God winking at us. And so I believe that there's more to the fact that you and I are together on this journey now than the fact that the DS and the bishop thought it would be a good idea and, and it would cover y'all of the pastor and, and, and help me out as well. And I think there was more to it than that. I think God's got us here for a reason. I think God brought us together because God's got something in mind for me and for you. And I think we'll find that out as we go along together. I'm not going to stand here before you and tell you, hey, this, this is the plan, this is what we got. I, I, no, I don't know. But I believe God's got a plan in bringing us together. I believe that God wants, God wants y'all to be a fruitful, vibrant, loving congregation. He wants to see y'all rocking and rolling for Jesus. And I hope I can help bring that about. I hope that that's part of why God brought the two of us together at this time in this place. <coughs> the other thing that I take from Esther is the importance of courage. Because it's so easy to get overwhelmed and say, well, the, the problems are too big. You know, we, we, we see that in, in our denomination. We see it in our country. The problems are too big. The, the rifts are too deep. There's nothing that can be done. It's a, just all going downhill, and we're all going to go downhill with it. And I don't think it has to be that way. I think what we need are to be people of good courage, ready to follow the Lord. And that if we'll listen to him, and if we'll follow him, and if we'll pull our courage together like Esther did, and say, well, you know, if, if it goes badly, it goes badly, but I'm, gonna, I, I'm the only one in a position to do something here. If it goes poorly, it goes poorly, but I'm going in. I'm going to do it. We need to have that kind of courage. To say, you know, I, I don't know whether this is going to be, whether this is going to work or not, but I see a need. I think we can meet this need. Let's give it a shot and see what happens. And sometimes it doesn't work, but sometimes God does really amazing things. So let's give him the opportunity to do amazing things through us. May we open our hearts. May we have the courage of Esther. Believing that God brought us together 
for just, just such a moment as this. And may we journey together into the future that God's given all of us together. Amen.